Warning, Weirdish covers content regarding conspiracies, controversial topics, subjects that may trigger post-traumatic stress, and content some may consider offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to Weirdish, where we talk about Weirdish. I'm Brian, joined with my co-hosts, Andriana and Marvin. What's good? What's up, guys? Howdy. So tonight, we are going to be talking about Hollow Earth. <sighs> this is going to be fun. This is going to be so much yeah. fun. <laughs> because um, well, once again, I, I, I know I know jack shit about this. I don't know shit about Hollow Earth. I have, I've heard the theories. I think it's complete kind of garbage. But Andriana has raised some cool points and <laughs> stuff, so... Oh, yeah. man. I believe in Hollow Earth, you know. Down here in Florida, we got sinkholes. Same thing, right? Wow. No? Shit. No? Wow. Not even a little bit? Wow, Not. yeah, totally oh, same right. thing. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, well, <laughs> I didn't well, say we, they we were the same thing. I was asking if they were the same <laughs> thing. So, like, yeah, when we talk about Hollow Earth, how deep are we freaking talking here? Because it's obviously not, like, just beneath our feet, right? Yeah, it's pretty deep. Like, it goes deep. It's, a, like, it's, it's deep enough to have its own sun. What? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. But, you know, uh, <laughs> it's... Wait, with wait a minute. Sun. Yeah, it has its own, a man-made sun. Just to be very clear, a man-made sun made out of crystals, which generates Could power. It be the core. The core, yes, technically it would be where the core is. That's where it's located, and it's a man-made sun. Yeah, Marv, why, why do you why do you look so appalled? Like I, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, check this out. It's, a, <laughs> like, it's because I'm okay, so there's lost. there's a huge backstory to Hollow Earth. <laughs> And you know it's it's both <laughs> mythological <laughs> and scientific. So I'm just from the from the mythological standpoint, right? Actually, it ties in with the scientific standpoint too, honestly. But there's there's a huge backstory to it and why it has its own sun and how someone or some species made it. But <laughs> before we get into that, I just want to ask you guys because Brian, you said you think it's BS, right? So, yeah, I have a question. Do you think people equate Hollow Earth with the same uh, skepticism as Flat Earth? Like, do are they do they sit at the same table for you guys? No, I I wouldn't say that. They're probably like you know two tables apart. I think two uh, tables apart. Hollow Earth is sitting at the next door, like. <laughs> the hotel down the street, that conference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Yeah. Uh, oh man. Why do you say that? Why do you say that? Because I don't know. Because I, when people talk about Hollow Earth, I feel like they kind of like. I was talking to Marvin. Oh my bad, my bad. Go ahead. No, no. Okay. <laughs> that's funny. My bad. My bad. No, finish your thought. <laughs> because what? I, I mean. I I don't know. I don't even know what to tell you. Um, I just feel like people side eye you when you say or bring it up. If you bring it up in general, I feel like people would just be like, eh, "Something's kind of loose up there for you, bro." I don't know. Tinfoil hat. 
you know, type situation. What about so? Why, why do you think that, Marvin? Like, wh- why do you think they're like kind of closely related, but not really? Yeah, I, I think they're. Say. Yeah, I think they're closely related because they're two far-fetched um, conspiracy theories, but in the sense that they are related because they both pertain to the Earth. So to me, I would think that the uh, flat earth theory would be more on the adult table because it's been around longer. But then you have like the whole uh, hollow earth theory with Alex. I'm just kind of hearing about like maybe like within like the last uh, decade or so. So that would be on the child table of theories, of conspiracy theories, you know? <laughs> you, you know, I, I just I say flat out no because you can talk to people about like hollow earth or not hollow earth a uh, flat earth and they'll just straight up know exactly what you're talking about immediately but then you explain hollow earth or just bring not explain it just bring it up and i feel like the amount of people that would be like oh yeah flat earth compared to the people that would be like oh yeah hollow earth would be just astronomically different like <laughs> not even on the same plane i did not even hear about this until like when Andriana brought it up last year. I had no idea what Hollow Earth was. Yeah, with that cult. You know. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just feel like they're not even close because Hollow Earth isn't well known. At least in my opinion, I don't think the general population knows about Hollow Earth. So maybe we'll be a good introduction. Yeah. Hopefully. I feel like this would be <laughs> yeah. a, I feel like this would be an excellent introduction for anyone that's like thinking about diving into it, no pun intended. Um <laughs> for a number of reasons. Fuck. Like this 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 ties in with so many things that we've discussed already, including Atlantis. So you know, I feel Atlantis like Atlantis could be in Hollow Earth. No, 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 no. It, it's not that Atlantis is in Hollow Earth. It's just that Atlanteans possibly fled to Hollow Earth after Atlantis sank. I am interested in hearing that because I will bring up, uh, what was it, Dr. Ray Brown again? Fucking soiling oh, it for everyone. Oh, God, that guy. Yeah, guy. asshole. <laughs> I can't believe you remember his name. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's how much you hate him. <laughs> yeah. That's freaking great. Him and his diving buddies. Oh, yeah. I'm going to steal this little thing and be like, oh, oh, oh. You know, that's probably... I guess what I found. That was probably the only thing that was making that pyramid vibrate at a frequency that we could interpret. But, know. you know... And he fucked it up. He, he, what a good yeah, doctor, right? Screwed it up. Screwed it up. You had one job. <laughs> Not to steal anything, but, you know, tourists. Um. <laughs> wow. Doctors. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yo, I mean, if you guys want me to go into the Atlantis part, we can do that if you want. I don't know. It's... Or we could we'll just, go into... Let's just see where this goes. Okay. Yeah. Let's okay. see where this goes. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I had a great question, but it just slipped me. I have a question for you, Andriana. So, well, I should ask this, too, so I don't, don't just assume. Marv, do you know a lot about Flat Earth? Hell no. Nah. I learned okay. a lot about Flat Earth from Andriana around the okay. same time you did. Like, I've heard of See? it before, you know, and then you have movies like Ice Age who make reference to it. But, I mean, 
<laughs> you said flat earth or are you talking about hollow oh I, earth? I meant sorry i meant hollow earth i was long there oh, shit. i was like I'm you guys sorry. talking I, about i meant flat hollow earth. earth i think my, my bad but that's yeah that's what we're talking about yeah yeah hollow the hole in the earth hollow earth that was i had to clarify because so, i was like first of all no it's okay <laughs> so are there beings down there that uh, just like they're not human or they maybe even eat humans i don't know or kill humans hmm like, all right i'm gonna give a somewhat derp derp answer on this we're gonna edit this out drew you can take the <laughs> you can take the microphone when i'm done all right look um so you know how they have like all the usos and stuff how they always go in and out of the water could they be going to hollow earth yes that's the theory okay. that's the theory uh, so that's not a derp derp interpretation or anything like that that's that's what people believe and it's oh, okay yeah we're leaving that in i'm keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's an excellent question and that's the belief of a lot of people so we're gonna dive into that in this episode as well and yeah it, i don't know this, this whole thing is amazing you were asking if they have other species right yeah the answer, you know, um, in terms of the mythology behind Hollow Earth is yes. And these are like alien species that have taken refuge on Earth like millions of years ago. That's just how the story goes. So um, remember during the Nazi in space episode, right? And yeah, this goes back to the Nazis in space because unfortunately the Nazis are heavily heavily referenced in the hollow earth theory um <laughs> remember when i said that the nazis or not just the nazis but like the secret societies in germany around that time believed in this hyperborean race that the aryan people descended from mm -hmm. so yeah. apparently these hyperboreans were the first species to live on earth so the idea behind it is that they lived on the surface of the earth for a long time until the earth lost its mantle and when the earth lost its mantle apparently it affected like the atmosphere on earth itself where it wasn't hospitable for them so they had to move to inner earth um and that's where they stayed so that's that's why um a lot of people believe that the nazis went to Antarctica because the belief is that Antarctica is one of many entrances to hollow earth and they were trying to like get in contact with their mother race in a sense because these beings were um really technologically advanced in a lot of ways and they had access to um different dimensions even and they had a lot of knowledge and power, really. And I guess that's what they wanted to have as well. I don't know. What do you guys think about that, though? Honestly, I don't have many thoughts on it. Like, the first thing that came to mind was like, wow, if global warming's a thing and they're hiding in Antarctica, uh, they're going to have to come to the surface pretty soon, probably within the next 30 years, you know? I mean, technically, they would be fine, and it's just us being affected by global warming because it's just an entrance to their 
realm, which I feel like is not an ent- like a literal entrance, by the way. I think the hole that people say, you know, is in Antarctica and also at the North Pole, I feel like they're more like portals rather than a literal like, oh, I'm just going to walk in type of situation, you know? You mean like a Stargate SG-1 yeah, portal? Yeah, like a Stargate SG-1 portal, yeah. Damn. Yeah. And I think that way it's also um, easy to control the traffic coming in and out. So if they don't feel like letting you in, they don't have to. Like it might have some type of resistance or force field or something where, uh, yeah, like, you know, pretty much acting like a bouncer at the club type situation. (laughs) Huh. Yeah. But, you know, I I asked this question to you guys guys before, but I just want to like bring it back just to bring this full circle. So, you know, in school, you're taught about the cross, the mantle, the outer core, the inner core, right? Yeah. But this is the thing, um, and we said it last episode, we've only drilled like four miles into Earth. Yeah. Right? Before, Before like, the having issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that. Yeah. Okay. So, we don't know what's there. Really, I mean, the whole point of it is that they they teach you this like it's fact, but then you find out that it's just a proposed theory that they came up with using deductive reasoning. So, you know, I feel like that alone, especially since, you know, we're seeing all these um, like reports or, or research articles saying, oh, there's an ocean under our ocean that is bigger than our ocean on the surface. And then you, you, you see stuff like there's that. There's articles that are saying that? Yeah, this is like friggin... What? Yeah, it's been like, I don't I know, like 2018. Uninformed. Yeah, that, it's a newer um, thing that they're saying. They're saying all the water that's on the surface came from under Earth. Huh, and it's yeah. way that, more... That, like, that's odd. That part's obvious in terms of, like, where do you think, like, spring water comes from? There's a, a gotcha. natural flow of water from... Not like that, though. Like, like the, the literal, ocean, though? Yeah, the, the, all the oceans, all of them. Wow. Have It has a bigger ocean that's under the surface, or what Damn. we consider the surface, like, the, the I, bed. Yeah, look, this bed. is going to sound super ignorant as hell, but, you know, I thought a lot of the <laughs> ocean water came from... Please don't say rain. Uh, what? No, I was going to say, no. well, sort of. Noah's Ark, how it rained for so damn long and everything got flooded over and shit. Oh, yeah, the, I thought the that's where all the oceans came from. Yeah, that one, because, you know, rain, right. All right, moving on. Right. <laughs> I, I'm just tr- I'm trying to understand how it could be a larger ocean. Because, oh. Because, you know, if you think of out the here, circumference of Earth, the outer layer, the inner layers are obviously going to be smaller. Right. You know. Or is it like uh, Doctor Who TARDIS thing where it's bigger on the inside? It's bigger on the inside. Oh, okay. See? That Again, makes I, sense to me. All right. So, y'all, yeah, hey, you know, maybe we should talk to Brandon Fraser. What he do that movie, Journey to the Center of the Earth? <laughs> we could ask him. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea, Marv. It's a great idea. Let's do that. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember was, was, the reasoning Was that for the it, movie though. where they had to, like, shoot something into the core of the Earth? Or something to stop one thing or another. I didn't want this weird like spaceship thing going to the core. They could have. I I honestly didn't want it. I don't know. Oh, Oh, see, hey, look, that's another movie. No, we'll hit the director up too. Find out what's up. They know these things. (laughs) They made plenty of movies on this shit. Yo, now that you now that you've mentioned it though, like it. Okay, we know, or 
more like it's a conspiracy theory, Project Mockingbird, that the CIA, the government, they work with the media and they put a lot of like coding into the programs. See what I did there? And they pretty much like spoon feed you information through entertainment. So using that, you know, as a basis for this question, do you guys think that when they do these movies like um I think it was like as above, so below, or like movies like what you guys were saying, like Journey to the Center of the Earth. Um, They're hinting at facts. Hinting at the possibility that you know Earth is hollow. Hey, I mean, you never know. You never know. It was it, fuck. <laughs> I mean, it, it could just be. It could be a few things. Honestly, it could be a director just wanting to make some money off a conspiracy theory with a targeted audience, obviously. But that too. You know. But the general public doesn't know about Hollow Earth, so how would they direct an audience? See, the general public may not know about Hollow Earth, but the conspiracy theorists that do know about Hollow Earth will be like, hey, this is about Hollow Earth, I'm gonna go there. And then the general audience that would go see films back in the day when they were more popular. Now it's more so on Netflix. The general population will mainly just be like, I'm bored. Let's find a movie to watch. I like sci-fi content, blah, blah, blah. They'll, it'll be labeled as this. And then that will be how they fill up the rest of their audience. That's how I look at it. I'm not sure, but, um, you know. I, I see, see your that. point, though. I, I see your point in that they could be trying to spoon feed, spoon feed information, um, you know, just gradually to people. Yeah, makes sense. It does. I mean, I'm just saying, cops and CIA, the CIA like to sprinkle crack on people, you know, and set them up. They just think <laughs> as the movies, you know, true. they're just sprinkling little bits of information on. Yeah, just a little bit of salt bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like. Uh, you know, like we should not talk about cops. I will fucking go off. So, <laughs> oh no, I did on one episode. I don't need to do it again. <sighs> we know how you feel, Brian. Thank you. We know how you feel. Um, oh, uh, I think I feel like this is relevant to put out there. Um, George Floyd's uh, trial is coming up in March. So, those of you that actually do care about that type of stuff, send him. Send him to jail. Don't, mm-hmm. don't just you know train right on the media george floyd's um trial is coming in march i don't know the exact date right now so you got work to do fight for it keep an eye out let's get off the police train though hell yeah back to hollow <laughs> yeah in the words of nwa i don't even have to say it. you guys can <laughs> you guys can yeah. fill it in Fuck the police, as a white man will say. Coming straight from the underground. Sorry. He said as a white man would say. Fuck the police, you know. Hot diggity dog. Jeepers. Uh, G-Willikers. Um. <laughs> G-Willikers, Batman. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. Um... Oh, yeah, I'm just reading the report that I was telling you guys about, like, the water. So, apparently, 
They're saying that the oceans, the, the water that we have in our oceans, comes from the mantle, which is about 254 miles deep into Earth. That's a long way to travel up to the surface, not gonna lie. But Yo! It, doesn't that, it, supposedly, doesn't that part of the, um, you know, Earth's whatever you want to call it, what, not construct, what's a better word for it? Anyways, doesn't technically the doesn't the mantle? Wow. <laughs> Theoretically, isn't the mantle made up of like limestone and all that? You know, this is the thing. Like, it's it's supposed to make, be made of like iron and you know these types of like uh, different stones. Which I mean, if they're saying that the water is coming from the mantle itself now, I feel like you know. They might not know what's there, you know, just to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, but I want to, I want to bring up like the scientific part of it. So you can read more about like the scientific part of Hollow Earth, right? There, it was the, the original theory actually comes from a scientific standpoint, um, where there was this British astronomer. His name was Edmund Haley, and he was Yo, like Edmund Haley. Yeah, you know him? No, I don't. I, I just oh, wanted this to guy. This like... guy. <laughs> this guy. I was like so excited. I was like, oh, you heard about him? Never mind it. No. Yeah. <laughs> you bastard. Damn. That was great. That was great. I actually believed you. Um, <laughs> so he was uh, measuring like the magnetic fields around earth or whatever specifically at the north pole and he noticed that there's like some abnorm abnormalities and i feel like we know that though like we know that there are these uh, abnormalities in our magnetic field i mean look at the bermuda triangle for example like everyone's right. like what the hell is going on there and then there's like the devil's triangle like on the opposite side i think in like the pacific or something and uh i know Wait, is it the is it the I don't know because I know that U.S. itself has the um, that lake where it has that strong magnetic field where a lot of planes go goes down too. Yeah, it's up in uh, it it's the it's the lake that's it's the lake that's up north uh, and shares it with Canada and um, uh, not not Michigan. I'm not sure. Yeah, the, and it, the yeah. state that looks like a mitten. <laughs> Louisiana? I think it is Michigan. I think it is Michigan. I think it's Michigan, I think yeah. It is like, yeah. Michigan. I'm, I'm yeah. almost positive it's Michigan. It's Michigan. Not Louisiana. What the hell am I talking it's about? Louisiana. Illinois. <laughs> Louisiana. Americans. Yeah. All the way down here. Oh, it's States, Louisiana. You know? No. No, yeah. it's not. Good job, Marv. <laughs> Sit your black ass somewhere. <laughs> you guys are great. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, we see, we see these magnetic abnormalities that make your compasses go wild and you know this guy uh edwin haley he proposed hollow earth based on these abnormalities um so he was at the north pole specifically during these readings and when he went to like this specific part it said that north was straight down like into the actual earth right so uh, it's not just the North Pole that has this happening. I mean, like we said, um, 
you know, compasses go crazy in other parts of the Earth as well. But when you, you know, I, I'm just gonna put this out there because I don't know for myself. This is just like stuff I've been reading. Um, apparently, the South Pole has the same thing happening at it as well. So, I mean, you know, I think this guy was onto something. So what he proposed is that the Earth is hollow with um, what he's calling, or what he called, concentric shells. And the magnetism comes from these shells, or the sun that's in the center of the Earth. <laughs> and this, this sun, um, it's... It's controlling the magnetic fields that are on our Earth, and it's the only way to explain the abnormalities, apparently. And uh, uh, he even said that it would explain the... What is it? The Aurora Borealis? Is that how you say it? Phenomenon yeah, yeah, that we Aurora see? Yeah, Aurora Borealis. Borealis, yeah. yeah the Aurora, apparently, it would explain the Aurora Borealis phenomenon that people see in the sky as well. How? I don't know, but, you know, that's... it. Apparently, it ties in with hollow earth and the sun uh, that's apparently in the middle. Um, hmm. And it's... You, can you guess how big the sun is before I even say how big it is? About uh, 4.2 billion... No, sorry. 4.2 trillion Earths. Inside our one Earth? I just like that you look so serious about this. <laughs> 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 you saw oh, that? No, you're, oh, so you're talking about inside of Earth? Yeah. That the like artificial sun? Yeah. Oh, I, no, like, I have what? no idea. My bad. <laughs> My, I, I was, I thought you meant like the 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 sun, the star we orbit. Oh man. Oh man. Nah, <laughs> we have four point two trillion Earths inside of our Earth. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah, inside. Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no idea. What is it? One mile? I don't know. Jeez, oh. the size of the moon? Yikes! I don't know how big the moon is. To be honest, I can't say yes or no. Um, oh. It's probably not as big as the moon, though. I can tell you that. The size of a beach ball? Oh, now you're playing. <laughs> though. How would that light the entire inner Earth? Hey. <laughs> Hey, that would have to okay. be like this. There's a lot of shenanigans going on down there. Oh you my, never know. Oh my god! Yeah, apparently this center or inner sun uh, is 600 miles wide. Wide, 600 miles wide. Hmm. Yeah. Yo, what if it's just like a big ass piece of like? It's supposed to be crystal quartz, from what I've heard. It's like oh, so what if it's just a structure. chunk just still chilling there, like in the earth? Wait, but what do you mean? On, on, their ceiling because you know it, it's not floating there is it uh, is, it's kind of uh, like it's floating there yeah oh what the f see no see you just keep throwing these fucking left hooks in this shit I, i'm not throwing stuff. anything <laughs> like thought maybe it could be like you know a piece of crystal just in the earth like a disco but, you know, ball like that's what you're saying like something like that you yeah, know like that would make more get... sense because it's attached to the damn earth what they do uh, they have like flotation <laughs> devices down there i mean okay think about it like this <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's what that's where i was going with this so you guys remember that atlantis disney movie right yeah yeah okay yeah. okay you know how they had those floating rocks in the sky that was like protecting the crystals like this huge 
Yes. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like that. Had, like one of the most underrated Disney characters in that film of all time. The which, uh, which one? The explosive guy. I don't oh. even know his name. <laughs> the mole guy. Top notch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said top. Oh, the guy that's like <laughs> the detonation expert. Yeah, he looks like oh, a yeah. mole rat. Like I don't know how else to describe him. That's how I remember no, him. No, he wasn't. The, he's not, he doesn't look like a mole rat. I think he no, looks he like looks a mole like rat. A, he looked like a, one of the guys we worked with that. Rat. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of. Oh, <laughs> are we cutting that part out? <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, like, for, for our sake. Oh, I, I finally get what you're saying. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I just caught that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, that was great. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, the reason why I'm referencing Atlantis, because like I say, uh, Atlantis apparently plays a role in Hollow Earth. And... <laughs> So, you know, we all know that, you know, Atlantis was this civilization that sank. And a lot of people are still on the fence on whether or not they believe it. But people are still looking for it, which I feel like you will not find it. But anyway, um, apparently Atlantis was at war with Lemuria, right? And the story is that they were fighting with Lemuria because Lemuria, uh, the, the Lemurians were these peaceful people and they were natural. They believed in like only, you know, being one with Earth and they didn't care about technology or anything like that. They just cared about living in harmony with Earth. But Atlantis was, they were actively like working on new advancements in technology and different ways of like uh, creating these weapons and they soon found uh, nuclear type um, weapons so they went to war with Lemuria they couldn't agree on anything really um, because they they cared they cared more about technology than spirituality and that didn't sit well with Lemuria so when they went to war they had this huge nuclear war which I feel like technically that would explain the radiation the prehistoric not, not prehistoric but like um antediluvian is it antediluvian i don't know how long ago that radiation was but you know i feel like it would explain um the radiation that's on earth that they said is new like um would be like signs of like a nuclear war happening but we don't know how it's there you know you guys know what i'm talking about right yeah yeah so i feel like that would be a great explanation for that because, you know, <laughs> I feel like the idea that yeah. they're like, they act like they don't know what actually happens is blasphemous to me. Because I feel like they know what happens, but technically they can't say that because technically that would predate humans in a way that they don't want to predate humans. So they have to like lock it away. Yeah. That's just my theory. Um, yeah, that's why we have all those out-of-place artifacts and whatever that they try not to put into museums because people start asking questions and... I can see that. They don't have the answers that they that uh, corresponds with the narrative that they're trying to sell. But that's another story. That's like a whole different episode in itself. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. so they had this war. Lemuria sank first, and then um, I think it was like a couple hundred years after... Not not a lot though. It was like two hundred, maybe three hundred years after Atlantis sank. So it's like a gradual thing that happened. It wasn't like literally overnight. Like 
the story that we know about, right? Um, so they were trying to... The Lemurians already escaped from their sunken city, right? Um, or their sunken continent, I should say. They escaped from their sunken continent. Uh, and they went to Hollow Earth to live there because they were peaceful and apparently one of the main things you have to do when you go to Hollow Earth is to be peaceful because the Hyperboreans were a really peaceful race that came to Earth because they were trying to escape all the BS that was happening in outer space with all the um, hostile type other civilizations that apparently are out there um, and they just wanted somewhere quiet so they came to Earth. So they want you to be one with Earth and, and, and be very spiritual when you go there. So the Murians already aligned with that. They were good. But when the Atlanteans were escaping from Atlantis sinking, they had to like make this peace deal with the Lemurians to live in harmony with them in a in a, I'm just going to say the name cuz Hollow Earth apparently has a name it's Agartha. So to live in one uh to live in harmony in Agartha with them. Um yeah, so they had to settle their differences and apparently that happened. So uh the Lemurians apparently live beneath Mount Shasta in California and the hmm. Atlanteans live beneath Brazil in the Mato Grosso forest. And this ties in with the idea that um Hollow Earth has several entrances, but the main entrances are at the north and the south pole. And they have like cave systems that apparently lead to Hollow Earth, like uh, different locations in the in the world in the world. So this ties back in with the question that Marvin was originally asking with UFO sightings. Um, you know how they go into the the water and come out of the water. Um, it just might be that they're uh, is, and, is, that they're entering and and exiting from maybe some underwater cave systems now, as well you were to saying go back that, inside. Um, some of those societies live underneath uh, Brazil and um, what was the other location? Mount Somewhere Shasta. in California, one of the mountains. Yeah. Yeah, one of the mountains. So are these like legitimate, um, like, I mean, I guess. Places? What uh, do you mean? Like. <laughs> not places. I mean, like, were, have they been discovered? Have they been researched? Or is this all theoretical still? What do you mean? Like, the entrances, you know have the you, entrances been discovered? Yeah. And, you know, okay. is there, like, is there some sort of evidence showing that the Lemurians, was it the Lemurians are in Brazil? Lemurians, or? no, Atlanteans are in Brazil. The Lemurians Atlanteans are in Mount Shasta. Atlanteans are in Brazil, Mount Lemurians Shasta. are in the yeah. mountain. Yeah, yeah. So there's, like, some, some, some form of evidence that shows that it could be a possibility. Or okay. maybe at one point in time it was. Okay, I have a good answer for you. So... I think it's called fuck you, Brian. No. <laughs> wow, no. <laughs> you bastard. Um okay, so this is interesting. That's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. So these locations, majority of them are in indigenous areas. And I was saying this um in the last episode where a lot of like indigenous cultures say that they either, you know, come from the stars or they come from under the ground. Um so the areas that these are located, um, a lot of tribes live there currently. 
Um, and they have within their oral language or oral history um, some story about them or their ancestors coming from below the ground. So I think hmm. when you look at it from that perspective, I think it it um, I think it adds some credibility to the story in a sense um, that if they believe it and it's in their history that you know I don't think it's something that should be questioned because I don't think you should question anybody's beliefs anyway but you know that's just how only I'm looking you, at only it only if you're curious and wanting to learn more I feel that's an okay thing but yeah. as far Facts. as like trying to prove them wrong yeah I think that's you know for sure yeah yeah um and it's interesting because uh I've I've spoken to some people um who live around these areas and apparently they have um I don't know. Is this something you can talk about? I don't know. Because I don't I don't even know. Like, Indigenous people are very secretive. Like, they keep things within their culture. Um, so a lot of the times I'm like, I don't know what is something that could be shared and what isn't something that should be shared out of respect. Right. Um, <clears throat> I just want to put that out there. So if I say anything that I'm not supposed to say, I apologize in advance. Uh, it's not out of, like, any type of malicious intent. Um I feel like as long as you leave the name and location out, like the name of the person that said it and like the, you know, maybe if it's a tribe, leave the tribe name out. Yeah. Like where they're located, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, I don't think this is something that's like widely known because like I said, it's more of like a oral history. But um, I've spoken, to, I, have, I have a couple friends and they say that they have uh, like Stargates that and that's the reason why some of these tribes are located where they're located and this ties into the idea that these entrances aren't literal entrances but more like portals in a sense um because they're in these areas to protect this stargate system so i feel like Hmm. yeah i'm just i'm just looking at it from that that's the only way i can answer your question is from uh stories that i've heard but in terms of like some type of um, like archaeological archaeological excavation, no, because you know these people usually aren't welcomed because uh, they're usually like some European person or like someone that's outside of the culture that is there, right? Yeah. Um, but I will say that a lot of people tend to go missing when they go searching for these entrances or just in general like if they're around them and they're not supposed to be there now now what do you mean by that like as far as i don't know they get kidnapped for being too close i don't think i don't think they get kidnapped or maybe they do (laughs) that's another story that's another story yeah okay um, since since I'm looking at this from like a like a like a uh, indigenous type of since I'm looking at this from like an indigenous perspective, I'm just gonna mention it from what I know. Um, like in my culture, we have a lot of beings that live and protect certain areas. Like I remember, we have like the Alush, which we did on like one of our folklore mm-hmm. episodes, and you know stuff like that. We have 
a lot of these beings that are, I guess, elementals that protect the land, they protect certain areas. And um, if you disrespect these places, they're going to do something about that. Like, they don't just let it sit there. So I feel like using that um, as a reference point, for me at least... um, and this whole thing is more like a, like I look at it more of a cultural perspective but um, I think that when people go missing I think one of the reasons is because these spirits are just protecting these entrances in a way where um, like you get lost without realizing that you're lost and you can't find an exit like so you're gonna like, be stuck there. Are you talking yeah. about these entrances would be like in caves and stuff? They would be around caves, and it, it ties in with like the stories that I've heard growing up, where um, a lot of our a lot of our folklore surrounds caves for some reason, or like either caves or like a like a forest type area, um, and a lot of these locations and entrances are in areas like that. So I think they go hand in hand in that perspective where. Um, you have to know how to deal with these beings and how to show the right intent because I feel like a lot of people go there without like a cultural perspective and don't know how to um, properly respect the grounds and the area and especially they might not even know that the area is sacred that's another thing so um, I think these beings can interfere with your mind in a way where (laughs) you're just going to be lost in you probably won't be found that you just go missing i think that's one of the perspectives that i'm looking at you know it, this reminds me of a picture i saw on the reddit uh the subreddit are creepy and it was like one of the top posts of all time and um it's a picture that shows the uh like a map of like people vanishing without a trace and comparing it to America's like largest cave systems and they line up pretty accurately. So it's like it's I pulled it up for this. It's spot now, on. So it's spot on. It's pretty it's pretty damn close. Like it's not like dot for dot spot on, but it's like the general it's area. It's pretty spooky. And so I mean I I just wanna say maybe the dots don't properly align for some of them but I feel like it's more like, um, like it's just not showing too the much. length All of right. the tunnel you gotta go and bye that's bye. the reason why some of the dots might seem off it might still be in that same like cave system but just like further up from where the starting or entrance point is you know yeah yeah it's really unsettling though I mean just this map alone even if we're not talking about like hollow earth theory it's just like cave systems and missing people like missing people's cases and how how they line up it's really kind of spooky so but it, it's um, some of the, some of the host cave systems that are on that map are also listed entrances to inner earth so i mean i don't know if you want to tie it in like that that's how i'm looking at it ties in with the story but the thing is it aligns with military bases like underground military bases and it it makes me wonder at least i don't know about you guys but it makes me wonder if 
the military specifically chose these locations for a certain reason. And it's not just random as it might Would seem it to like them? the naked eye. Mm-hmm. Very possible. It's very possible. Yeah, because if you look at it, because I mean, even that map shows um, limestone deposits. It's listed yeah, as one of the legends. So I think that you know and i i say i said this in like i think it was like the witch interview that we did uh which is part two i said this where um i know at least i i know in my culture and i know in several cultures that we believe that certain stones um whether it's like you know gemstones or just stones in general like limestone have certain properties to them that would be great for harvesting whatever you want to do like they all have like different meanings and different things where um like limestone for example is like across ancient civilizations we see it as uh something that's been used for like major major example pyramids even and places of worship limestone was essential and you you're looking at that map and it has limestone deposits around those caves and it aligns with these bases. What are they doing? And how does that play into it? That's how I'm looking at it. I mean, from the skeptic's eye, it could just be a coinkadink. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, one, coincidence, one would be a coincidence, but, but like, it, dude, it's like spot on. Yeah, but I mean... There are, there are probably more limestone deposits. Like, they're pretty common, I, I believe, in, you know... In <laughs> that right. face! I mean, the highest concentrations tend to be where the bases are, so I don't know. That's just me. But maybe I'm too open-minded, I don't know. What do you think, Marv? They probably knew where all those limestone deposits were and where they were claiming it for themselves because they greedy AF. But what do I know? I mean, but think about it. Like, these these uh, cases of missing people aligning with the systems, aligning with the military bases, aligning with these deposits, aligning with hollow earth entrances. Come on. But we also don't know for a pure fact that those are the sole like entrances to Hollow Earth. Those aren't the sole entrances. Right. Uh, Hollow Earth has several entrances. One of many. We, one of many. Several yeah. entrances. We don't know that it's like one of those several entrances. Like we truly don't know, right? I mean, technically, we do. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna say that because okay, uh, I mean. I just want to preface this. So, Hollow Earth, aka Agartha, has 120 cities across the globe. How do we know this? So, <laughs> I am so behind. 120 oh, yeah. cities? <laughs> okay, so I'll fill you in. I'll fill you in. Okay. Right underneath the You guys know about the great. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. 120 crystalline cities. Yeah, with the capital being. Shambhala lesser but you know so Shambhala Shambhala yes Shambhala if you've ever heard that name before because there is a place in I believe it's 
Tibet, I think it's Tibet, that also has a city named Shambhala. Shambhala, Shambhala, yeah. I think it's Tibet. Let me let me double check. Tibet is, yo. So I don't want to go down like this rabbit hole too much. I don't want to go too deep into Hollow Earth, even though this is a Hollow Earth episode, but. <laughs> Apparently, um, the Tibetan monks are pretty cool with the people in Agartha. Really? Yeah, from what I've heard. Yeah, it is Tibet. Yep. Uh, Yep, yep, yep. So, the Tibetan monks are the ones that take vows of silence, correct? Yep, they do, yep. How... Okay, have we found the reason why they take vows of silence? Do they learn about Agartha and they're like, you can't tell anyone. Like, we fooled you into this. Like, you can't tell anyone now. Haha. Obviously not, but... You never know. I feel like I feel like they know stuff and that's why they have to take the vow of silence. But yeah. Um <laughs> I'll just put this out there cuz I I love bringing up Pythagoras for no reason. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you know Pythagoras. No, not not no, not not that. <laughs> um I was just going to make a math joke but I won't do it. Um yeah. So <laughs> Pythagoras had his cult, so he had the Pythagorean cult, right? And to join his cult, you have to take a vow of silence, I believe it's for like, at least a year. The reason being is because he just didn't like listening to people talk. Damn. (laughs) I can't even shut up for like five minutes, dude. Yeah, you won't won't be able to join that, to be honest. I would not last. <laughs> Just don't join it because they believe so. Yo, he you can't even fart, bro. You can't even fart in that cult. Uh, but um, I would be so out. Yeah, apparently every time you fart, you lose a wow. piece of your soul. <laughs> but you know this Fuck isn't Pythagoras. <laughs> Fuck Pythagoras, man. <laughs> this episode isn't about him. But I just wanted to bring that. Up. Oh. Oh man, oh man, yeah, I love Pythagoras, he was an interesting character. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, so Shamb- there's Shambhala Greater and then there's Shambhala Lesser, which is the capital of Agartha. And you were asking where this information comes from, right? Yeah, you were asking where this information comes from. And honestly, yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna like the answer. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not as it's not as intriguing as I just made it sound. But apparently, um, a lot of the information we know about Agartha, at least the public, because I feel like there might have been like Library of Alexandra type records, or even the Vatican might have information that they just don't put out because they have their frigging vault. Um, most of the information that we know ag- about Agartha comes from psychics channeling Agarthians. Um, it it's oh, just like Edgar Atlantis. Casey. You guys know Edgar Edgar Casey, right? 
the sleeping prophet, the Negative. one of the most famous psychics ever to exist. Okay, so uh, I probably made fun of him at some point. <laughs> just gotta be honest. On uh, like, I was, you know, a mean person at one point. So <laughs> this guy. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of information that we have about places like Atlantis or even Agartha comes from psychics. Um, you know, either reading people's past lives or channeling spirits or beings or entities that live there. So that would add to someone's skepticism um, about you know the possibility of this being a thing. And it might have added to your skepticism as well, because you might be like, eh, how do I believe that, right? I'm still trying to wrap my head around how there's a whole Earth inside of Earth, you know? Well, I mean, we don't know what's there. I think that alone is enough to have fun with. Um, okay, so there was an, there was an episode that we did where we were talking about a gentleman flying his plane. Admiral Bird, yes. Admiral Bird, and he went through some clouds or something. Mm -hmm. I got the whole story for you if you want that. looking, yeah. I got the whole story. Is that considered Hollow Earth? Yes, it is Hollow Earth. So... Um, this was also the not season space episode. Before you, before you get on, um, sorry, before you get too deep into it, because I'm trying to picture <clears throat> exactly how Hollow Earth is. If there is a guy that can fly a plane past a certain point and see this whole new section, a whole new world, that seems like out of place. But there's also this, like, theory that we can go underwater in a cave system, or there's cave systems that lead to this place. Would that make Earth look like a donut or something? Like Yes, yes, like a donut, what's yes. What's going on? Yes, perfect, perfect. I'm so glad you said that. Uh, for real. No, for real. Really? I am so serious where it looks like a donut, but, like, you cut the donut in half and kind of separate it so it has that, like, you know, top and bottom uh-huh. entrance opening. Huh. You know, you get a donut, you cut it in half, and you just separate it a little bit so it has a little opening on the top and the bottom. Yeah. That's Earth. Yeah, that's yeah, whole Earth right there. Like that. I'm a little lost. You may have to do me, a good let demonstration me, let me, let me give you a, I'm just going to give you a picture. Do you have any donuts at home? No, but I wish I did because I'm freaking hungry. <laughs> let me show you how hell Earth looks like. This is the best way to do this. So you guys are on the same page as me, and you can see how many poles Earth has. Would turtles be, like gopher turtles, would they be hollow Earth um, settlers? Wait, what? Or moles? Moles, yeah, I guess. Would like gopher turtles or moles be like... Like can members they, of Hollow Earth. Can they go to Hollow Earth? No, like, are they... Can, well, didn't you say it was, like, 240 miles deep or some shit like that? Ah, free. Yeah. Ah, free. Wait, I got you. Wait, don't use that link. That was a terrible link. Oh, I used the link. I'm looking. 
That's a terrible because you can't see the picture bigger. So let me show. You. Use that one instead. I just sent it. Yeah, use that one instead. That better. Huh? Yeah, you bastard. Oh, I've yes. seen this before. Um, I am so glad that you have seen this before, Marvin. Um, <laughs> as you can see, Earth is a donut. And I don't know how else to say that. Um, if You know, at least if you believe in Hollow Earth, you know, I'm still like researching it it's intriguing i like i like thinking about new concepts so i am entertaining it um but i'm still trying to learn more about it in a sense but uh pretty much hollow earth sort of mirrors what is on the outside so they have mountains they have forests they have water they have their own sun they have their their technically their own atmosphere which is much more favorable than our atmosphere let's be honest um you know because they're not directly on the surface and speaking of which i just want to say other species apparently like when we're talking about alien species apparently they don't live on top of their planet they live inside their planet so i'm just like why the hell do we live on top that's that's just another you know rabbit hole that i just went down in my freaking brain but you see all the entrances they have their own sun though they have their own sun speaking of which i just want to say other species apparently like when we're, we're talking about alien species apparently they don't live on top of their planet they live inside their planet so i'm just like why the hell do we live on top that's that's just another you know rabbit hole that i just went down in my freaking brain but you see all the entrances we need the sunlight we, we need all these they have their own sun though to live they have their own sun but you said they live in the ground still but they have their own sun but they live in the ground away from their sun? No, they're exposed like, to their sun. It's literally like the, it, the, the outside mirrors the inside. Like, we don't live in dirt. They have their own atmosphere and everything. You see what I'm saying, bruh? No. I really don't. I'm very lost. <laughs> well, you're, look, you're looking at the picture, right? Yes. Okay, think about Another it. Another thing was like... Uh, you know, I'm looking at the picture and I'm seeing where the entrance is and the main thing that's confusing me is on Captain Bird's flight he was just flying in a straight line of course, right? So obviously I'm not a flat earther there is a curve to earth so he's flying, eventually gets to one point and rather than being able to continue over this uh, supposed empty space or small entrance, he he turns inwards. Okay, so he but didn't he was turn. going straight the whole time. No, no. So like, it's not no, no. So, but all right. So you see how you have like the two donuts? What if it's like this? Wait, wait one second. What are you doing? Oh, uh, so you see how like the picture has like a it's pretty much a circle, yeah. but it's like this. So instead of it being like that, so his, you're saying, Brian, he was flying straight. So I could see how that makes sense if... But who said like he this. was trying flying straight, though? Like, I'm very confused about that question alone. Uh, I, I thought, so I thought was, the story okay, was he was just okay. flying straight to see what he would run into. Okay, let me give the backstory. So 
Admiral Byrd, Admiral Richard Byrd, um, he was working for the U.S. Navy, and they went on Operation High Jump. Um, this is from the Nazis in Space episode. I didn't go in mad detail about it, um, just for time purposes, but I'm just going to give a brief summary of exactly what happened. So he was leaving. This was literally the year after World War II ended. Um, apparently, the U.S. Um, got had some type of Nazi spy, and the spy got information that the Nazis went to Antarctica. Like apparently, um, while you know the world was in this disarray, they used it as like some sort of smokescreen to like relocate their top people. Which, you know, we have Operation Paperclip where we're like, oh, we got the best scientists. Apparently, we did not really get the best scientists. We just got some of the best. And the best of the best actually went to Antarctica. That's just how the theory goes. Um, along with technological advances that they made. Um, and a lot of it being through channeled information through psychics, which, you know, it just gets down a deeper rabbit hole at that point. But all of them... Uh, not all of them. A lot of them relocated not only to South America, but went to make their own base in Antarctica. So um, the U.S. got information that the, like some Nazis escaped to Antarctica and created their own base. And they orchestrated Operation High Jump to check for themselves. So they sent a lot of soldiers, a lot of soldiers... Um, they sent a lot of tanks. I, I went in detail exactly about how many people went there and how much, uh, how many vehicles or vessels that they took with them. Um, but Admiral Byrd was leading the expedition. And when he was flying, because he's a pilot, by the way. So he's leading this expedition, but he's a pilot. Um, he's with his co-pilot. And they're flying over Antarctica, minding their own business. And Admiral Byrd, he has his journal. Um, I guess he was, I don't know if he was like dictating it to his co-pilot or if his co-pilot was flying it while he was writing in the journal, but the entrances are like, as he's seeing it, it's being written down along with timestamps. So it starts off like a normal time log, right? He's just writing, writing, writing. And the information after a period of time starts getting really weird. So he's like, I'm in Antarctica. I'm just paraphrasing, by the way. He's like, I'm in Antarctica, but I am seeing the land go from being frozen over to being, like, green. Like, he's seeing green land. Uh, he's seeing mountains. He's seeing mammoths, which we know those are extinct, right? Um, <laughs> he's seeing all these things, and it's very strange to him. He's even seeing rivers that are moving. They're not frozen, so it's like he's in this whole different place. And he's <laughs> he's just as like confused about it as you probably are listening to this story. Um, so obviously he's like taking note of everything that he's seeing. And you could probably find his journal entries online if you want to. But after a while, he starts seeing these two saucer-shaped crafts approaching the plane and they go to each side left and right beside him and he hears them communicating with him over his head uh, headphones yeah um and they pretty much tell him 
you know, hey, um, don't be scared. We're going to take you somewhere. Um, don't worry about anything. And they kind of like did this remote control over the plane. So they took control of the plane. So he wasn't controlling it anymore. Um, and they navigated him down into this hole. And that's how he got in there. So they took control of the plane. They took him down into hollow earth. Um, I think around that area is like called the Rainbow City. And they took him to meet the leader. So they landed the plane for him. They got out. Apparently these people were ridiculously tall, like Nephilim height. Um, They were blonde and their crafts had swastikas on them. Which is another detail that I think I spoke about in the Nazis in Space episode. But anyway, they took him to see this leader. I'm saying leader because I'm like, take me to your leader. Anyway, um, (laughs) so he meets this guy. um, They leave his co-pilot in like this waiting room and he goes to see this guy. And he's speaking to him, and he's like, Hey, uh, we've heard a lot about you. You know, um, you've done great things on the surface. We pretty much want you to send a message for us. He's like, You know, you know that thing you guys did where you dropped that nuclear bomb? Yeah, not cool, bro. Can you please tell your leader to chill <laughs> with that? Because, yeah, it's not working out. You guys are, we might have to intervene. Like, you guys need to chill, right? So. <laughs> Um, after they have this deep conversation, it's a long conversation, honestly. You can look at Admiral Byrd's journal entries to see all the details because it's a lot. Um, I'm just, yeah, giving a brief summary. But, you know, they take him back to his craft. They escort him back to where they found him. And they're like, okay, you have control of your craft again or you have control of your plane again. You know, don't forget to send the message. And Admiral Byrd, goes back to the US um, eventually obviously and he gets interrogated uh, for or he gets detained for s- five or six hours um, when they were like okay so what happened because he disappeared like from radar and they didn't get back in contact with him until you know he was back in the air and in full control of his craft again so he just popped up back right so they're like asking him like what happened and he told them he he said it in his diary he told them what happened um and apparently they gave the message to the president at the time who was harry truman and that's like pretty much the basis of um the or or a most known story of admiral bird being within hollow earth Hmm can't remember off the top of my head, but wasn't there an Ancient Aliens episode where they talked about uh, aliens and or, you know, it might not even been Ancient Aliens probably like UFO files on like Hulu or some shit, and they were talking about um, Mr. Bird and his uh, you know, interaction with the Hollow Earthers, and they're like, you are correct, they were talking about how we need to stop blowing ourselves up so, and you know how they have, like, some of the uh, footage of, like, UFOs clearly going in and disarming the bombs? Could that be the flat Earth? Yeah, so apparently that's what they were in? doing. Like, they were purposely, like, making oh, okay. sure that whenever they were trying to <laughs> detonate anything or push the red button or whatever you want to say, um, 
they would prevent that from happening. So they they would disarm weapons, yes. So they are in control of that. So this these beings are ridiculously uh, technologically advanced, and this ties in with the theory that the UFO crafts that we're seeing going in and out of the oceans or um, coming from like forest areas, which that's also a high occurrence, um, or coming out of mountainous areas. Um, apparently, these are these inner Earth beings and not necessarily beings coming from outer space, but they do have the capability of traveling in space, but not in the way that we think they do. And yeah, I mean, I just, <laughs> hmm. it's interesting. It's interesting. I, I, I like reading, you know, stories like these. You know, am I 100%, you know, into it? I don't know, but I like this, the idea. You know, out of all the subjects we've spoke about, this is the hardest one for me to wrap my head around. Because, like, I don't know. It, in my mind, it's such a far-fetched idea, like theory. If you really actually think about it, uh, from what we're traditionally taught, and I don't believe what we're traditionally taught, you know, it's just like Hell so no. out there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's so out there, and um, there's just so much to it, like, uh, man, I, think I would love to do more Hollow Earth stuff to, like, open my mind a little more and see, like, what exactly you know there is out there oh yeah we could it's do a whole series on it there, because Brian? it's is is a ridiculous amount of information like they have um several cities that are like major cities like they have their own version of like i guess what we would call like new york or, or la stuff like that they have Boom. part one hollow earth part one right here yeah i mean so. yeah we have a lot of information about like from you know i'm saying channeled information we have a lot of channel information um about hollow earth which i find interesting because a lot of them align with a lot of things for me personally like i keep saying i I view it more from a cultural perspective and this just ties in with so much for me that's why i'm like so intrigued by it too yeah it's out there i like it it's a great story i mean there's so much yeah 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 um in like 15, 20 years from now and they're like, confirmed that Hollow Earth is a thing. You know, I don't think I would be surprised. I mean... <laughs> you know? Or, hell, fuck tomorrow. Or even tomorrow. Like, oh, by the way, yeah, Hollow Earth, it's uh, legit. Um, sorry for lying to y'all all this time, guys. Uh, don't fall in any holes. Bye. Don't fall in any holes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know... I love you, Marvin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're great, man. Yo, oh, man. But, yo, like, honestly, there, there's going to come a time where they're just not... The, the world powers are not going to be able to hide anything from us. It's just going to be... That's... That time, I believe, will come. Maybe not in our lifetime, but I feel like we're starting to see the rapid growth of, you know, declassified files coming to surface of, you know, UFOs and this is true and this is true. And it's just we 
pretty soon there's not going to be anything they can hide from us. So, hundred percent. I wouldn't 100%. be surprised either. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot about reptilian overlords and the government and stuff since I was in school, and I still don't believe it. But you know, it's a very common conspiracy theory. What if it's not just a conspiracy theory? You know, um, it's just. It, it is what it is, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's how I don't like think a, it's, yeah. Like a lot like ending thoughts right there. Yeah, I feel like. Yo, right? But, we're, we're but an hour continue on what you were going to say. No, there's, a, yeah. there's so much. I, I totally agree. I totally agree with, like, them not being able to control information after a while. I feel like eventually, I don't know if we'll see it in our lifetime but i feel like eventually um we're gonna have a generation at least um that they're so in tune with everything that's happening that they won't be able to hide anything from them and i would love to see that happening um soon but i don't think we're at that point yet which is sad but i look forward to it um you know i feel like we're approaching disclosure um i don't think it's going to be in the way that we think it's going to be <laughs> but that's just another uh, idea that I have I think they're going to make it um, they're going to control that narrative for sure in my mind yeah. because I feel like if any being or any uh, civilization is advanced they won't be hostile in a sense I don't think they're going to like try to kill us <laughs> Uh, I don't think they're, you know, it, it won't be like Mars Attack where they're coming yeah. with guns blazing and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> I think that's just um, how they would like to sell it to us. That's just my idea because I feel yeah, like... Yeah, of the, course. Yeah, I feel like I- even humans, um, like, I feel like people who are more spiritual tend to be more peaceful people. And I feel like... Yes these advanced beings don't separate spirituality from science because I feel like they should go together I think that's one of the main reasons why we are uh, not advanced as we want to be <laughs> um, but you know that's just you me know, speaking, on, speaking on that thought of uh, or that statement rather of we're not as advanced as we want to be and wanting to see future generations, um, you know, kind of take more control over what we're fed. Yeah. I can't wait to see um, a a newer generation where students in particular, young students, grade school, uh, parents, um, college students are boycotting what we're being fed in our education system. Of course, there's factual things like... Yeah, a reform of education. There's factual things, scientific, mathematic, you know, and, you know, our literature and how we write, that is communicative. Um, But as far as, like, factual things like historical, I believe we just need a complete reform and we need to band together and overthrow that, especially here in the Americas. You know, it's just ridiculous. I feel like we're kind of screwed, though. I'll tell you why. So, you know, we we have Neuralink, right? <laughs> I yes. always have to bring up Neuralink, yes. I swear. Um, yeah, the I chip feel in like, the brain. Yeah, I feel like didn't know. we're going to approach 
this point in transhumanism where instead of going to school in a traditional sense you'd just be able to like you'll just be able to like download information into your brain right so technically you're not really learning it it's just at that point it's just how you apply that information that you downloaded and how you navigate using that information and I feel like the easier we make it to do things like this like download information instead of studying and actually pondering on things and whatever i feel like we're gonna stop asking the necessary questions you're you're still gonna have people who are like intuitive and um ask great questions you're still gonna have that but i feel like the majority of people might just start accepting information because i mean we're technically already doing that like i said in the beginning like this whole like what we think is in the middle of earth is a theory but we accept it like it's fact and we don't question it so i feel like if information is given in a way where you can just download it. I don't think that a lot of people will question what is being fed to them. So you can download whatever and be like, oh, this came from a, reputu- a reputable source. Why question it? You know? So I feel like in that regard, yeah, um, it's going to be even easier to control the narratives. It's going to be even easier to control the media, to um, control what you're seeing because I feel like at that point, we're going to start dabbling in mixed reality where you're seeing ads in form of like ar and stuff like that where images are being projected at you you won't even need a physical phone like (laughs) oh man i can go down this yikes for a while but i feel like it's going to take a lot for us to actually achieve the point where like we're saying like people will try to reform the system in a way that it should be rather than how they want it to be because i feel like um even in schools today like majority of your curriculum is chosen by companies who are funding (laughs) that school like oh i want them to learn how to do things this way and that's why when they teach you like math for example they want you to do the problems in a certain way and everyone has to do it that certain way that's that's why they teach you like one specific type of formula when there are so many other ways you can reach the same result you know what i mean like you're gonna think if they present Mm -hmm. the information to you in that way that that's the only way Uh, that makes a lot of sense yeah freaking ranting i don't mean to Mm -hmm. rant i apologize for ranting (laughs) no no it's it's not a rant but you're you're laying down facts yeah exactly it's not a rant when you're speaking facts and theories you know it's it is what it is you know so yeah but we should make this a series for sure though i am i i would love to go even deeper down into inner earth next time on hollow yeah we need to name this series (laughs) yes the hollow earth series going down the the North Pole? <laughs> like, I don't know. Wow. I don't know, man. Follow the white rabbit? I don't know. No, because then we're going to get sued. Never mind. But... <laughs> oh, man. This is great. This is great. This is great. I'm down to make this a series, though. Because, I, like I said, I can 
I can I go on. Too. Like, there's so much information on Hollow Earth. We can talk about the languages, the the type of species that live there, what they do in each city, how their society is structured, how these cities are laid out. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. I see that. I'm with that. Yeah, the technology that they have. Um, one thing I wish that we would adapt back is bar- the bartering system, because apparently that's what they do. Um, yeah. Man, that would be nice. We can even go um, to like famous disappearances that happen at like Antarctica. Like I'm like, bro, how do you go missing in Antarctica? That'd be cool. <laughs> There's like so yeah. many stories, of, like military people, doctors, scientists going missing, and I don't know, man. I feel like they probably yeah, went they to Hollow Earth. <laughs> yeah, they transcended into a better reality because I feel like Hollow Earth is. <laughs> I mean, they have no crime. They have no disease. They don't age like us. They stop aging, I think, at like 30. Or I think it's like between 25 to 30, they stop aging. What? Yeah, like they're. Yo, that's yeah. the perfect yeah, They age, just look though. good their entire life. I would love For to real. stop aging right now. It's like, I feel like I'm at my peak. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> feel like I'm at my peak. Yo, for real. Same here. We- you got that long back, back yo. <laughs> yo, oh, oh, guys, guys, if you're listening oh, to this yeah. and you are on Clubhouse, <laughs> we are all about to get on Clubhouse and we are going to talk about weird stuff on Clubhouse. Yeah, it's gonna be I fun. Come join us. Yeah, come. Jo- yep, it'll be nice. Other than that, though. Andriana, where Marvin, can they do you have anything us? you want to say first? Hell nah. I just right, wish this headache right. would go away. Y'all's, y'all's is good. Sorry. Alright, cool. Yeah, this was fun. So, um, if you want to find us, like I just said, I just plugged Clubhouse. We're still setting it up, but we'll let you know in the next episode how it's going to go. Um, you can find us on, for right now on Instagram or Twitter at Weirdish TV. You can slide in our DMs, whatever you want to do, say hi. Uh, if you have any short stories you want to share, you can also contact us there, or you can go to the website, www.weirdish.tv slash contact, and we will get back to you. Or you, if you want, you can just send us an email at thatssomeweirdish at gmail.com. And like always, we look forward to hearing from you. It could be whatever. We we, we would just be glad because we just like talking to you guys. So, yeah. That's some weirdish, guys. Yeah. That's some weird-ish. That's that weird-ish. Is some weird-ish. <laughs> <laughs>